Hey, hello everybody, how you doing? This is Chris, this is episode 153 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Uh, thanks again for listening, for joining me. Uh, so this one, uh, I want to talk about Tim Scott goes on The View. Okay, Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina, uh, goes on The View. He's running for president, basically. So uh, he goes on The View, and I, I, I have to say, I think he did a pretty good job of being friendly and nice and being likable. And I think that's a big part of, obviously, that's that's a big part of running for office. You have to be likable. Uh, but I still think he failed miserably at the his main job, which is to explain exactly what he wants to do and, and exact, to, to attack the Democrats. Because you have to peel Democrats away from their party in order to win. I mean, that's all there is to it. You you have to win. In order to win, you have to get Democrats to vote for you. That's how it is in America, because we're, we're, we're 50-50 right down the middle, and the Democrat who gets more Republicans to vote for him is going to... And you could say, okay, independents are, the, are the, the group in the middle that you're fighting over. So, okay, so the more independents you can get to vote for you, the more likely you will uh, you'll be to win. So did he convince... Did he convince independents and did he get Democrat? He's got to explain why Democrats should abandon their party. Ultimately, that's what the job of the Republican Party is to do. That's the job. Convince Democrats that their party is stupid and wrong. And uh, so I think he did a good job talking about, about, he talked a lot about education, mostly really about education, school choice. I think that's a great issue for Republicans. Uh, and you can listen to my other episode just a few episodes ago about the education bureaucracy. I mean, that is the real argument for school choice. It's because the education, the public education bureaucracy has become self-serving. It, it exists to protect itself, to celebrate itself, like uh, Tiffany Justice talks about, Moms for Liberty. Celebrate itself, uh, protect itself from accountability, and to en- expand itself and enrich itself. And I mean, that's what, it, that's what it exists for. It doesn't exist to educate the kids. So, uh, and I think that's one of the things that, so, so you've got to like, when you talk about school choice, you have to say, well, why? You know, why do we want school choice? What's the real underlying reason? Well, the real underlying reason is the the public school bureaucracy is is failing miserably at educating kids because it doesn't get, put kids first; it puts the bureaucracy first. So, so that is, uh, you know, that's that's. That is one of the issues that he talked about. It's really the main issue that he talked about. But Sonny Hostin basically attacked him and said uh, that uh, I mean it was a good it was a good attack on her part. She basically said that you know you don't really believe that systemic racism exists. So, but here here are five areas where black people lag behind everybody else. Okay, she mentioned economics, education, healthcare criminal justice, and housing. 
And so this is where this is where the the this is the heart of the matter, right? So Sonny Hostin is basically saying that all of the black people are lagging behind in all of those areas because of systemic racism, because America is a systemically racist country. And the the comeback to that, of course, is no. The reason why black people are suffering in those five areas is because they vote Democrat. That's the reason. The Democrats. The Democrats are communists. And communism sucks. Communism destroys economies. It destroys families. It causes poverty. It it drives people to crime. Poverty drives people to crime. Crime leads to people in jail. I mean, that's that, that's what happened when, when because it, communism essentially is central planning. It is the, the creation of a big, giant bureaucracy of a parasitic bureaucracy that just sits around and makes rules and takes your money. You know, in the cities where most black people live, or at least a, where a lot of black people live in the cities, the, the Democrats who run those cities focus all of their efforts on creating giant bureaucracies. That's what they do. They create bureaucracies, and the bureaucracies suck up all the money. The bureaucracies make more rules for everybody to follow, so it makes basically stifles the economy, stifles economic growth. I did an episode a, a, over a year ago about this, about uh, called Saving Our Cities. Uh, so you you know you look at okay three of those areas economics, uh, healthcare and housing. Well, basically healthcare and housing are basically the same as economics, right? Because if you're failing, if you're poor, you're going to have worse healthcare and you're going to have l- worse housing. You're not going to be able to afford good housing. So so economics is the really the number one issue and like i mean like i always say economics it's all about economics economics is the number one issue of everything really um but so if you think about economics the 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 way the democrats rule destroys the economy and and creates poverty because it makes it harder and harder for people to start businesses. It's more expensive. It's more time-consuming. All the paperwork, um, all the laws, the rules, the the uh, uh, you've got minimum wage laws that basically make it illegal for for young people who don't don't have any experience or education to get that first job. You basically just outlaw that. Uh, so it's harder. Like they always say, the 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 analogy is that first rung on the ladder they can't reach it just puts that first rung on the the employment ladder out of reach for more and more people and from a libertarian standpoint minimum wage laws all they do is outlaw voluntary transactions that's all they do they they outlaw voluntary transactions between two uh two people who would like to to you know, if you want to work for someone for X amount of dollars, well, if that X amount of dollars is not high enough, that transaction is outlawed. You know, that's what uh, minimum wage laws do. And there, are, I mean, there, are, and that's just one example. There's a million examples of all the ways that that government uh, rules stifle the economy. 
uh, business licensing laws. You know, you have to, oh, you have to get a license in order to, to cut hair. You know, really? Do you have to, you, you have to, which basically means you have to pay the government. You have to pay the government if you want to cut hair you, to get the license. You know, the government wants their cut. So it's a payoff, essentially. And, uh, and of course, the taxes. The, the more, the bigger the bureaucracy is, the more taxes you have to pay. And then when those members of the bureaucracy retire, you still have to pay them, but you have to hire new people who, because those people are retired, so you have to replace them. So you have to hire new people, but you're still paying the old people who are retired. You're paying their pensions and their benefits. So, you know, after a couple generations of that, you've got, now you're, you're, you've got, like I've talked about before, you've got, you know, you're paying a certain number of, of policemen or, or teachers or, well, not, I mean, teachers are, you're paying, you're, I'm really talking more about the bureaucrats, the, the useless bureaucrats. But, so, so the economics accounts for, for three of those. Oh, really, criminal justice is also in there, right? You got economics, healthcare, housing, then criminal justice is basically when people are poor, they turn to crime. And if they turn to crime, they end up in jail, you know, so. So that also is a, a consequence of voting Democrat. You know, if if and this is what Republicans need to say, and especially guys like Tim, Tim Scott, he's on the campaign trail. He's 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 on the on the view. It was a perfect opportunity to attack mercilessly, to attack the Democrats and just say, look, and instead of saying, uh, well, I don't believe in any the systemic racism. I mean, look, we've had a, a black president, a black vice president, a black secretary of state, a black police chief, a black senators. But, you know, but the truth is that that black people don't want to hear that because Sonny Hostin's point is is correct. She's right. He is the exception. Her her argument was that, well, your life, you know, you're a senator, but you're the exception. Whoopi Goldberg is the exception uh, most black people aren't experiencing that. And she's right. And so instead of saying, instead of denying that she's right and saying, nope, it's not true. Uh, you know, I'm not the exception. Uh, black people have, are, have achieved great things in America, blah, blah, blah. Black people don't want to hear that because they know that the, the, they know that all of these problems are real and exist. And so the, 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 the what they want to hear is a solution. And the solution is stop voting Democrat because Democrats make all of these problems worse. Uh, education is a great, you know, a great example. You know, education is because uh, that's the, the fifth one, really. I mean, you, you've got economics, healthcare, housing, criminal justice, all basically based on economics. And then you've got education, which is not necessarily, it def- definitely has an economic, um, a neck economic uh, element to it because rich people can afford to pull their kids out of the, the failing public school system and poor people can't. So poor people are stuck in the crappy, uh, public system. And which of course is another, you know, that's another thing we got to, we, we should talk about with, when we talk about, uh, healthcare, for example, you know, they want, Democrats want the government to run the healthcare system. Well, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be the same thing. The, the poor people are going to be stuck in the crappy health, the, the crappy public health care system, while the rich people can afford to pull themselves out of that and get private care. They can pay 
pay private doctors. You know, they can fly to Switzerland and get and get uh, get better care. So public, when you when you make something run by the government, all you do is is lock poor people into the crappy government system while the, the rich people can escape. And, and education is a great example of that. So there's a a there's an uh, economic element to it. But, of course, the Democrat Party is the party that loves the public school bureaucracy. And this is what I talked about in that episode, like 150, I think it was, the education bureaucracy. So the Democrats love public the public education bureaucracy. So if you are, uh, you know, if you're voting Democrat and putting Democrats in charge of your education, your child's education... Well, the Democrats, they 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 don't really care about your your kid. They care about the bureaucracy. They want to expand the bureaucracy, protect the bureaucracy. If you dare to to question the bureaucracy, if you dare to say, you know what, you you really aren't doing your job, well, they'll call you a domestic terrorist and sick the the FBI on you. Literally, that's literally what they've done. They've called you a domestic terrorist and sicked the FBI on you for saying that that you're not really doing your job. And in that episode I did, I talked about this, about how the the test scores are, are abysmal. Um, you know, we spend, we spend more money than almost any other country on the planet per student, and yet our test scores keep falling. So, you know, the, the, and this is one of the overarching themes of what I'm talking about is, that the Democrat Party is the party of the useless bureaucrat. They are not the party of the people who want to get things done, get the job done. And this is what, so, so this is what Tim Scott, my opinion, this is what Tim Scott should have said. He should have said, yeah, you know what? You're right, Sonny. You're right, Sonny. Black people lag behind in all of those issues, all of those areas. And you know why? Because black people vote Democrat everywhere black people are in the majority, they vote Democrat. And the Democrats don't care about them. The Democrats take them for granted. They don't care about uh, teaching your kids. Uh, They don't care about fixing your roads or your sidewalks. They don't care about promoting businesses and, and letting people start their own business and hire who they want and work where they want. They, they want to centrally plan everything. They want to, you know, create these big government bureaucracies that make more rules and and try to run everything. But, you know, and I did an episode like I think it was like episode number four or five called um, about the 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 Hayekian knowledge problem, about the the knowledge problem. You know, the central planning doesn't work. The, the ultimately the the this technocratic, bureaucratic, political ruling class that wants to centrally control, centrally manage everything. That is the, the, the philosophy of the Democrat Party, and it is a miserable failure. And that is, so, so the, the black people who live in the cities that are run by Democrats are experiencing the failure of central planning, of communism. So, that is the message that that Tim Scott should be saying. Uh, I wish he would listen to my podcast. Maybe somebody will will 
send him this podcast and he could listen to it and get some ideas on on how to convince people and really solve the problem. Don't just say, oh, no, America's a great country. Yeah, oh, no, everybody's fine. Everything's fine. Black people are doing really well. You know, instead of saying that, say, yeah, you're right. Black people have, have a lot of problems in this country. And you know what? I have the solution. Less government, less central planning. Now, Kennedy on Fox News or Fox Business, I forget which which one it was, uh, Kennedy mentioned this. You know, she's she's a libertarian. She gets it. She, you know, the libertarians know everything. They're they're the smartest people in the room. She said, you know, th- the problem is is too much government. All of those problems, you know, economics, education, healthcare, housing, criminal justice, obviously, it's too much government. We have too many rules, too many laws, even, you know, even the laws where the police can pull you over. You know, every time you pass a law, like a a seatbelt law, it just creates another reason for the police to pull you over, another pretext that the police can use to pull you over. So how about this? Just get rid of all those laws. You know, get rid of the, the seatbelt law. That's that's ridiculous, I think. This, they could pull you over just for not wearing a seatbelt. If you don't want to wear a seatbelt, fine, don't wear a seatbelt. It's dumb, but don't, you know, you shouldn't be pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. So, all right, that's it. That is, you know, this just drives me crazy. And this is why I'm doing this podcast. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, to help Republicans make better arguments. And Tim Scott needs some help, okay? He needs help to make better arguments because I didn't think his arguments were very good. He was likable. He was nice and likable, but he didn't make a very good argument. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 153. Uh, If you like this podcast, give me some good ratings and uh, share it with everybody you know and all that kind of stuff. And uh, you can get on Podbean. You can message me. You can... You can message me on social media. You can find me on Twitter and all the other places. And uh, all right, that's it. I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.